Good evening and welcome to the AIS Training Hall, a scene of uh, many, many great games of basketball and many great basketball players. As tonight, the Defence Force Women's National Basketball League match tonight is a replay of a match that was played last week, in fact, the AIS taking on the Logan Thunder and joining me, Jill Horton, who's one of the new uh, girls coming into the AIS program. Jill, uh, last week's game was quite a good one. This should be hopefully a repeat. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully the results go the other way around, though. Um, the girls worked really hard this week, so we're hoping that all that hard work will pay off tonight. Indeed, it was a three-point game last week. The AIS got out early, had a good lead at quarter time and couldn't hold on. Yeah, they did. They were doing really well till half time, and um, we, we, got, we went back to a zone for a while and kind of broke down a bit there, but we just got to play four quarters, 40 minutes tonight, and hopefully we can get them. Indeed they will. Uh, I guess the girls will be fired up this week. Yeah, they are. Um, all training this week has been about working together and you know playing the full, the full 40 minutes. It's a real focus because if we can get them running, we're going to come, come away with the win because we feel like we're more fit than them. Indeed they will. Well, the two teams have come to centre court. Let's hear from... Uh, the coach of the Logan Thunder, Richard Orlick. Well, Richard, welcome back to the training hall, obviously, after last week's close affair with a double header like you've got. You don't want this one to be too taxing. No, look, they've got a couple of injuries, but it's more a mental game, you know, like, first, you know, we're aiming to get three in a row and get that, and then we can go pretty loose to Capitals tomorrow. So, you know, we're skills look pretty focused, so hopefully we'll go and have a good win. But, uh, while they're minus two players, two other players got opportunities to play well, so you can't, you know, can't disregard that. For a first season, you've been happy with the development of this team? Oh yeah, delighted. You know, like we've lost six games by six or less, so get half of those and you're on the verge of top five. So we, you know, we're really wrapped. We've got seven kids that have never played WNBL before, and uh, you know, 27-year-old rookies and things like that, and kids who probably weren't going to get an opportunity with any other team, and because they're from Brisbane, we're giving them that opportunity and. Uh, They've really stepped up to the plate. Tonight, this game, are you looking uh, for a dour affair or are you looking for a quick up the floor affair? Oh, look, we want to attack them defensively and uh, we want to go inside as much as possible. You know, mine is a couple of big girls, so we want to go inside as much as possible to our big girls and hopefully they'll get the job done. But, uh, you know, I'll take any win these days. (laughs) Well, we wish all the best for tonight. Okay, thank you very much. Well, Dean, you got a good look at this team last week and what will be the difference between last week's result and you getting the win this week? Oh, look, the dynamics of the week have uh, certainly changed the uh, complexities of the game. You know, without Lizzie in the the group and uh, Alice both who suffered some injuries during the week at practice uh, means that we've got to go in a hell of a lot smaller so we've got to be a lot more aggressive. Uh, We're looking for up-tempo for 40 minutes and we're really going to be on uh, the afterburners up and down the floor uh, defensively, we're looking to mix it up a little bit, change between man and zone, so that we don't give them any tempo. Um, but clearly, we've got to we've got to really work hard on the boards to get possession. Do you get to play this game a little bit differently than what Richard has to, because you've got a day off before your next game? Yeah, well, look, you know, we our focus really was to put everything in in practice this week for it. Um, you know, as I said, the dynamics of our week. Uh, has changed but uh, certainly we're coming in with a mindset that we've got to be aggressive and take it to them and and clearly if we're looking at you know the two games this is the one that we really want to push ourselves to see where we can get to so um, yeah we've got to focus for it and uh, hopefully the girls can come out firing and 
And if we get on the basket and we're converting shots, I think that'll be the key because we probably won't get a whole lot of second rebounds. So uh, if we shoot well, I think we'll be in the contest. If we, uh, if we don't shoot as well as we can, well, then that's going to make life difficult for us. Now, you mentioned uh, Alice and Liz, but uh, Kate, is she out on the rotational system we talked about last week? Yeah, look, Kate's got a... She's working through a few things uh, in practice week to week, and there's a couple of areas of her game that she needs to really work hard at. Um, clearly, you know, like size-wise, put her in the, in the mix. But we, we decided to go really small and as quick as we could, so we picked our, our fastest team available. And uh, we think that that's where we can get an edge over 40 minutes. All the best for tonight. Thanks for us. Well, the two teams getting their last instructions from the coaches. Um, one big missing player from tonight's game for the AS, Elizabeth Cambridge, is sitting out. Yes, yeah, she is. Um, two of the girls had a bit of a knock this week in the head, and Lizzie came off probably probably the worst. So she's sitting out um, tonight, but hopefully be back tomorrow on Sunday against the Cats. So. Yeah, well, it's a big weekend. You've got two games, of course. The uh, Logan Thunder will play the Capitals tomorrow. And uh, then, of course, on Sunday, the AIS will uh, back up and play the Capitals, which should be uh, another great game. Well, two teams are about to come out and get ready for this game. We'll just catch up with the uh, starting lineups, which um, is going to be a little bit easier for the Institute of Sport, which will be Rachel Jerry, Kelsey Ireland, Kieran Harrington... I'm not sure on who the other two are on the other side over there. Number nine is uh, Tess Madgen and Stephanie Cumming will be the uh, starting lineup for the Institute of Sport as the Logan Thunder come out. And, of course, Kristen Veal, the uh, ex-capital, ex-AIS, uh, one of their greatest players of all time. Truly great player, and we, we love her, but uh, we know her really well. And looking forward to seeing her. She had a big game last week. The girls are going to stop her this week, don't they? Uh, looks like Natalie Purcell for Logan. And Holly Smith was in the jump ball. And AIS get first use of it tonight. And so he will take it to the left wing as, as Ireland down low they go into Madgen. Madgen cross court. Back to Ireland. Ireland in the. Has to load off to Cummings. Drives to the key from the free throw line. Cummings comes up with the first basket. And a good start for the AIS. Yeah, look, um, everyone, no more than two bounces a person. It was a real focus this week to just get the job done quickly. So we're off to a good start. So Logan get their first opportunity down the other end. Quick offload finds Purcell for the first basket for for the Logan Thunder. So good position for them to start it off as uh, Ireland brings it back into the front court for the AIS. On the left wing's Cummings, back at the top for Madgen. Cummings back to Harrington from the top. Jerry, in fact, it wasn't that. Was that a three? Just a two. It was a three. Um, very good penetrating pitch twice there. Got the open shot for Jerry. I thought it was out in three-point territory. They only put two up on the board. As Logan have it back at the other end where Graham is dribbling the ball on the right side, coming back to centre. Good defence on her. Little give and go, and inside it's Bianca Abbott with her first basket for the uh, for the Thunder. Cummings gets the ball back in the front court. Across to Madgen, puts it on the floor, driving down the lane. Nice little layup. As the defence just split right in half down there. Madgen has her first basket. Bealey will bring it back for the Thunder. And taking on 
Harrington who's defending her gives off to Smith down for uh, Graham Graham takes it inside shot won't drop and good defence from Arias forcing the shot to the from the Thunder and they turn it over at the other end as Cummings came down the corner and just chucked one across the court yeah we we're, were looking at the fast break this week trying to get Logan running uh, they have to back up tomorrow night against the Caps and we have a day off so we're trying to make the most of our fitness and try and try and play against what they like to do they started slow last week as well, the uh, Thunder. So they go inside this uh, Bianca Abbott, whose hook shot won't drop for her, and now it's Ireland back at the other end. Goes back to the left side of the court. Three-point shot from out there, won't go from Jerry, and Smith with a rebound will give it to Beely to bring it back down. 6-4 right now, the Institute leading Logan. Beely at the top of the key goes right side to Graham, long three-pointer from outside, won't go for her and AIS pick up the long rebound it was uh, Madgen who got that Cummings gets it in the front court Ireland goes left side, down for Jerry in the left corner gives it off to Madgen who's fouled as she put it on the floor and drove inside, Smith comes up with the foul and we've got a first substitution we've got a couple of substitutions in fact as the Institute will send in Michelle Joy and Smith goes out and I'm not sure who was came in. Oh, Kate Wiley has come in for the Logan Thunder. So quick changes already. Cummings with the ball and move it round to the left side to the Institute. Three pointer from out there is a little bit short off the front of the iron from Ireland and the Thunder are quickly back at the other end. Wiley with the ball loses the handle on it and it's uh, Jerry takes it down the other end. Joy with a little Baseline jumper. Good score for the AIS. It was, yeah, way to get the stop and run out of it. Way to convert. Now um, just need to get this stop again and see if we can get a bit more of a lead. Nice to punish those turnovers. Yeah, it is. Especially when you get them uh, consecutively, you create a bit of a momentum which gets the other team a bit doubtful of what they're going to do on offence. Abbott drove inside. They pass it out to the left wing. Inside was Purcell getting the Offensive board and is fouled. It's uh, on Rachel Jerry who's called for her first foul as Katie Gaze will come in. And Brittany Davis will come in for the Logan Thunder. And it's Kieran Harrington who sat down for the AIS. So it'll be Logan Thunder with the ball on the left wing in their offensive end of the court. It's Graham who gets the ball off the inbound pass. Passes off to Wiley. Beely on the right wing. Looking for somebody inside. Comes back to the left. And three seconds on, I think it was Brittany Davis who was in there for far too long. And again, the good defensive pressure working uh, in the AIS's favour. AIS get the ball across centre court. It's Michelle Joy dribbled it down the right side. They get back to the left. Jerry underneath the basket, just driving along the baseline and lovely little reverse layup. Rachel Jerry has four points. Nice work from her. Yeah, look, they are much smaller tonight, especially without Cambridge. So they look to be running a spread, a five out, and getting the bigs to penetrate, which is good. Working well for them. And there's Brittany Davis off the uh, second attempt. Came up with the basket for the Logan Thunder. It's 10-6 right now in favour of the AIS. 
as they have it in the front court. As they move it across to the right wing. Gaze, three-point shot from the right, not good, and a pushing foul called on... Well, it's called on Kelsey Island. I didn't think she was anywhere near it, but Logan Thunder will have the ball in the backcourt. And it will be uh, Kate Wiley to inbound. Caitlin Rowe has come in for uh, Rachel Jerry, who sat down after that nice little reverse layup. Veely gets the ball from the inbound and will now bring it down into the front court. Down the right side, she finds Michael, who's just come in as well for the Logan Thunder. Davis, turnaround jumper. Good basket from her. She's got four. Of course, she's uh, the import, I think, for the uh, Logan Thunder. As Ireland drives down the centre of the court. Good defence from Michael. Uh, the ball is out of Michael, though. It'll be Institute ball underneath their basket. Row with the new one just in for the AIS. Looking for the inbound pass. Cross court comes coming to Gaze. Take it inside to Rowe. Turn around, jump from Rowe's good. Rowe's got a first basket and at 12-8 that should be for the AIS. Yeah, you know, it's interesting to see that uh, 10 of the 12 points that the AIS has come from in the paint. So they're looking to penetrate and kick the ball inside to try and uh, manoeuvre Logan so that they can play a quicker game and get them out of their comfort zone. Well, they just forced another turnover against the Thunder. So they'll bring it down into the front court. It is on the left side. They've come back to Cummings and Rowe on the right. Rowe moves it back to the left side where Gaze had it. Go inside to grow and a foul, defensive foul, I think, on Brittany Davis. Called against the Logan Thunder. Not a shooting foul, so it will be AIS ball from the right wing. As Rosie Malt has come in, she will inbound the ball for the AIS. Finds Harrington. Gets it off to Gaze. Gaze into Rowe. Rowe at the free throw line. Turn around, jump away, go for it. Bounces off the ring. And Michael with a defensive rebound to bring it straight down the court. Off on the right is uh, Wiley. Back to Michael at the top as they're looking to set up a play. Very slow and deliberate right now, the Logan Thunder. Michael driving towards the baseline and, uh, well, a bit of a defensive foul against number 12, which is Michelle Joy. That'll be her first foul of the night. 12-8, the AIS leading. As, uh, gee, the substitutions keep coming. Joy's off and uh, Tess Magdon's back in. There's a lot of changes. Yeah, there is. It's fairly fast-paced for the Institute. You can see what they're trying to do here. They're hustling on defence, trying to get the stops and create Logan to play a faster game. Beely, pass inside to Davis, quick off low, just try to force the pass back inside and Rowe got a hand in there and forced the turnover again. Down the ball with Harrington, off to Rowe, tries to lay it up, but Davis was there to block the ball out of bounds. AIS will have it underneath their offensive. As the uh, Logan Thunder will make another change, coming in is, well coming back in is Abbott and Davis will sit down. So Malt will inbound the ball for the Institute. Finds Gaze from the right wing. Puts up a shot. And the ball knocked out of bounds defensively by Wiley for Logan Thunder. AIS will get it again from underneath. 
their offensive basket. Malt, the inbound pass to Harrington. Dribbles past a couple of players and Malt just had a foot on the inline as she got the pass back. It was a nice, a nice idea, just didn't quite work. And the turnover against the uh, Institute. Michael gets the ball to bring it down for the Thunder. Dribbles down the left side, finds Veely out on the left wing. Down to Michael who'd uh, cut towards the basket. Puts up a shot that won't go, but I think it'll be a... I think it was on number six for the Institute. It was Harrington. And that will probably be a shooting foul on the first trip to the free throw lines for the night. For uh, anyone here tonight. Yeah, you know, it's probably a good thing that Logan, if they can knock down these free throws, they haven't been shooting very well from the uh, perimeter at the moment, just shooting at 40%. So it'll be good to give them a bit of a boost here. Well, it was Michael at the line. She missed the first and made the second as... Another substitution from the Thunder. Purcell sits down and uh, Smith is back in. And the Institute now get the ball in, in the backcourt. Harrington gets it to row at halfway. Hands it back off to Harrington down the corner. They come back round to the right wing. Gaze goes back to the left. It's, uh, Harrington forced up a shot finally as they managed to work on from the left side. They got the offensive ball. Back to Malt. Three-pointer from the right. And this time it's all the three. Rosie Malt's first basket of the night from outside. And it's 15-9. Six-point lead for the Institute. Wiley with it back in the front court. They move it around to the left to Veely. Veely will put up a three from out there. And Veely, she hit a few last week. Hits one now. That's her first basket. And I think she hit five threes last week, so... 15-12 is the score as the Institute move it around to the left wing. Back to row at the top. She'll hit from about three-point territory. Left a little bit short. Malt gets the offensive board. And move it back to Gaze on the left wing. Harrington to Malt. Inside they go to row. Backing Smith down. Shoots over the top of her. Just won't go for her as it ran off the front of the rim. And Beal with the defensive rebound for the Thunder. Yeah, the AAS are trying to uh, ping the ball around the three-point line, trying to get a shot. So far they've only converted one from four, but if they start hitting those shots, Logan will be in trouble. Well, Smith for the Logan Thunder. Holly Smith has got her second foul as she was uh, an offensive foul as well. Counts as a turnover against the Thunder and they've had a few of them in this quarter as the Institute have made a couple more changes. Madgan is back in as Harrington drinks down into the front court. Madgan on the right wing. Comes back to the top. They move to the passing side. Matkin was forced to uh, stretch for that and had to knock it out of bounds to keep it away from the Thunder. Unfortunately, it went out of bounds. Turnover against the AIS and the Thunder will have it in the backcourt. It will be Wiley to inbound it to Michael who's going to bring it down the right wing. We'll just get it across centre court with about two seconds on the clock. On the... Sh- on the uh, scoring clock as they go inside it's Abbott turnaround jumper from her inside and just a little bit too easy that one for the Logan Thunder as they make it a one point game 15 to 14 Harrington brings it back across centre court gets it back on the right wing Madigan cuts through the paint Jerry gets it in the low post manages to hold on to it and then fouled as she tried to take it through the paint not I don't think they're going to call that a shooting foul. No, oh, they are. Well, I thought she was trying to offload in the past, but <laughs> we'll go with a, sh- with a shooting foul. 
at the moment, Logan have definitely got a height advantage, but I think the Institute are making a real concerted effort to get the ball moving and, and a bit of penetration. And, well, the Institute, I think Farley must have had a foot on the, on the right sideline as she got the pass on the right side. Michael will bring it back down then for the Thunder. Down to Wiley. Wiley on the right side. He is very slow and deliberate down there. For finds Abbott, whose shot won't go. But Smith inside for the putback. And Smith has... Uh, Polly Smith, that was. She's got her first basket for the night. Farley goes back to Jerry. Move it round to the left side. Madgin off to Ireland. Three-pointer from the left wing won't go for it. Inside, fighting for the rebound. It's a jump ball. Jerry and... Uh, Wiley were going for it. Unfortunately, the great arrow was pointing in the uh, direction of the, for the thunder. What do you think of that? The uh, good old um, jump ball doing away with. Did yeah, you prefer I, the jump ball? Or? I actually prefer the arrow. I think it's. Um, I think it just makes the jump ball and the start of the game a bit more special and. Instead of stopping the game all the time and lining up, you know, it's just a dead ball and you have a chance to start again or match up on D. So I think it's, I think it's for the better. Well, AIS have uh, forced another missed shot. They get the ball down quickly. Farley, can she just keep it alive? She did really well. Got it back to Ireland. They move it back to the left wing. Left alone out there was Madgen with a three-point shot that wouldn't drop for her. And Michael will bring it back down court. It's the uh, quarter time, uh, that shot, last shot, won't go for the, uh, for the Logan Thunderers. They got it down the other end of the court. So quarter time and, well, in a change from last week, it's the Logan Thunder, 16, leading the AIS 15. So Tess Magden, her knee pretty heavily bandaged out there. Yeah, um... On her three-week holiday, she's come back and strained a ligament in her knee, so they're just taking precaution with the tape and allowing her to settle back in so that nothing else goes wrong. Well, she certainly played a fair, fair bit, though. She was um, you know, out there for, I don't know how long, in the quarter, but she certainly st- she started the game and played uh, a fair bit of it, so she's looking all right. It can't be bothering her too much. No, she's doing really well. You know, rehab, getting done here, the Institute... Um, have great physios and recovery centres and all that kind of thing. So, so she played about eight minutes, was it? Eight, six fifty, six minutes and fifty seconds. So she played, uh, you know, well over half of the quarter. So that's a good, good start and a good sign, um, especially when you're missing uh, a couple of uh, key players that are out um, injured. As we've just been given the unofficial uh, quarter time stats. AIS would be disappointed though to have gone in trailing by one. Yeah, definitely. They came out tonight. The game plan was to get a good start and uh, run on Logan as much as they can, but unfortunately it hasn't gone that way so far. Logan have done a really good job of controlling the tempo and controlling their offence down there. So, see what the second quarter brings. Indeed. Bealey, um, last week, she. Uh did have five, I think, of nine or something for three-point land. Was that something talked about, uh, defending the three? Yeah, we definitely worked a lot on closeouts um, during the week and getting out to shots, but then containing, containing the penetration. One thing that the 
uh, Logan are doing down the defensive end are collapsing on the inside. Um, they're a lot bigger than what the AIS are at the moment, so the AIS probably need to look at outside shoot shots and just getting them to drop. But they're doing a good job at ball reversal and penetrating pitch. So, Well, we start the second quarter. The AIS have the ball as Malt got it into Ireland, gets it back to Malt, and they go to the left side, come back to Jerry from the top for the three-pointer. Won't quite drop as it drops back off the front and... And we had a couple of the girls uh, continue for the uh, rebound underneath there. The foul has gone against Abbott for the Thunder. Could have gone against either. Just hooked your arms underneath them. Well, they always have the ball underneath their offensive basket. Malt gets it off the inbound pass from the left. Makes the three. The hands went up for three. So Rosie's got two three-pointers so far. And the AS are back in front, 18-16. to 16. Good start for the second quarter. It was, and like we just spoke about, AS are now looking for some more outside shots. So if, we, if they keep that going, they're looking good for the second quarter. Smith gets the ball down underneath and just works away underneath easily and reverse lays it. Making the most of their hide inside there, Logan getting the job done inside. Jerry driving in at the basket has been fouled and I think that's on Smith and that may be her third foul. It is indeed, so she's going to sit down straight away. Brittany Davis will come back in for the Thunder and the AIS will have the ball down underneath their offensive basket as Malt will inbound the pass to Ireland. Gives it off to Madgen across to the left for Farley. Comes back to the right wing, Malt with it. Island, they just move it around the perimeter looking for something to open up. Farley then puts up a jumper, won't go for it, but Jerry gets the offensive board, works away around Davis and lays it back in. Good work from Rachel Jerry. Yeah, nice move there. Um, it's good, they've one of their bigs has just been taken out of the game with early foul trouble, so that's good for the RAS. And if they can get uh, Britt Davis in a bit of foul trouble, they'll be looking good against, there'll be no height problems against the Logan Thunder. Yep, Sarah, Ger- uh, Sarah Graham just uh, replied with a two for the Thunder as the A's now back in the front court. Malt trying to force a pass inside and Abbott again is going to be caught for another one. She just reached in uh, trying to knock the ball away. Caitlin Rowe is in for Tess Magden and that's the second on Abbott. So uh, a couple of their big players uh, getting in foul trouble here early in the second quarter as Ireland gets the ball off the inbound pass for the Institute on the left wing. Goes into Rowe. Rowe puts it on the floor, fights hard, and Caitlin Rowe comes up with her second basket of the night, and uh, it is 22-20 in favour of the AIS as Michael comes back down court for the Logan Thunder. Off to Purcell on the right wing. Back to Michael. Abbott forces a pass inside to... To Davis for the shot. I think the basket's going to count and she'll be going to the line for a three-point play. And uh, the game tied up as Davis will go to the line to... She does six points. Cummings comes in for Farley and the foul was called on. Uh, Jerry, that's her second. She's the first uh, Institute player to have the second. Three-point play there from Davis. So she's leading leading scorer with seven points here in the second quarter as Jerry has it back in the front court. Back to Ireland. Ireland looking for coming. Malt steps out on the right wing. They can't get it to her. Go back left to Jerry. Into Rowe at the high post. 
tries to take it inside, can't get there. Jerry, a three from the left wing, won't go. And Abbott has the ball stripped away from her, nicely done by Malt. She gets the ball back, puts on a three, won't go for her. And Michael with the long rebound is quickly down the other end of the court for the Thunder. Davis at the top, right side of Purcell. Purcell back to Michael. Michael being watched by uh, Caitlin Rowe. Michael puts it on the floor, almost knocked away, saved by Michael. They finally go inside to Abbott. Just a couple of seconds on the shot clock. Passed down to Davis, didn't get it off in time. Well, in fact, it was a three-second violation before they didn't get it off in time. <laughs> so uh, some good defensive pressure there from the Institute. Yeah, look, at the moment we're struggling a little bit inside um, defensively. Trying to trying to get in front, not allow the post pass, but we've got to get position to also keep between the basket and our player. So to three-quarter front would probably be our best option here. Stephanie Cumming just driving through the centre of the lane, lays it in. Nice work from the Institute, gets them back in front, 24-23, 6.54 here to go till half-time as Michael dribbles away to the left wing for the Thunder. In the set of a play, he finds Purcell straight out in front and she just turns and shoots it. Four points for, for her. And uh, the Thunder are back in front as Harrington will bring it back for the Institute. Finds Malt at the top right left side is Cummings. Puts it on the floor, tries to drive in again, has to pull up at the free throw line. Caitlin Rowe down underneath and, well, Bianca Rabbit, that's her third foul in a real quick time. Caitlin and just created great position there on the yeah. rebound. She anticipated the shot was going, so early preparation and it got her there. This is going to be trouble for the a for the Thunder, isn't it? And the Aska love this. to get two of their key players, both with three fouls, this early in the game. Definitely, and like they're losing their height advantage. Logan will be won't be happy with what what's going on at the moment. Hopefully, the AAS can get to the line a little bit more. I don't think they've been to the line much at all this. Um, so far, so they can get to the line and convert a few more points. Aos didn't get there in the first quarter, so I don't, yeah, I don't think they've been there at all yet. Um, and of course, uh, Thunder only went once uh, for a couple of free throws. So, so that's something they could explore into, um, especially off penetration, because at the moment Logan aren't containing them well, probably because they're, they're bigger and. Um, AAS are a bit more agile, so if they can keep doing that and, you know, the skip pass is working really well for the AAS, making Logan close out, so just keep moving the ball and try and get that free throw line. A continual problem with this program because of the uh, youth age thing is uh, turnovers is always a problem that hounds the AAS, but uh, a good start so far, just four turnovers uh, at this stage of the game. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Um, last week, the turnovers built, built up as the game went on, so that's something that they, that we're trying to decrease this this time around. And but an interesting statistic is that both teams have 16 points in the paint. So as well as you know outside shooting and getting the job done outside, the Arias are really looking inside and trying to play against the bigger Logan outfit. Well, they've lost another one of their big players as they've now got two sitting on the bench with three. So they've gone to a bit of a shorter lineup. Caitlin Rowe went to the line, made both the free throws. It's 26-25 for in favour of the AAS. As Bealey has it in the front court to Michael on the right side into Davis low post, backing in against Rowe hook shot. <laughs> well, it just goes. It uh, wasn't a pure hook shot, but 
still it goes and they all count. Yeah, like as, as I said before, we need to not, not allow the pass into Davis. If she keeps on getting that, she's just going to build up in points and, you know, that looks pretty easy for her. It did. Sure, Jerry uh, forces away past Michael, but Michael gets called for the foul. And was this one a shooting foul? It's the second on uh, Michael. I don't think the uh, I don't think Richard Orler could be very happy uh, with all the fouls that his team is racking up because um, they seem to be a little bit short-staffed as well tonight. And it is Rachel Jerry who's going to the line for a couple of free throws. This is the first. That makes the second. So Rachel Jerry's got seven points as Bealey gets the ball in the backcourt to bring down for the Thunder. 27 apiece. 5.44 to go here to a quarter to half time. As Michael has it on the right wing. Davis is in front of her. Gives it to Wiley. Wiley goes into Davis. Davis has the fast pass back outside. Michael's shot from out there won't go. And it's Gaze with a defensive rebound to bring it down into the front court. Gives it to Harrington in the centre of the court. She'll dribble to the left side. Cummings cuts away to the right and gets the pass. Down low is Jerry, backing into the paint. Has to go back out for Rowe. Rowe puts up a shot that won't go. Jerry, great offensive board. And Cummings will reset the play as they go around to the left wing. Harrington moves it back to the right wing. And good hands in there from Bealey. Stole it back for the Thunder. Came off the backboard as well, but the Thunder have it back in the front court. Veal down to Davis, low post. Backs it out to Wiley. Wiley from out front. Shot won't go. Rowe with a defensive rebound. Has it stolen away from her by Graham. And Graham score an easy basket. There's a bit of uh, you know, being a little bit careless once you've got that steal back. Um, gave it back up. Yeah, Caitlin created great position down there but unfortunately was unable to keep a handle on the ball. Veely with another steal. She got a handle there on a pass inside. Gets the ball down on the left wing. Three point shot down there is... Not going to go, and now Caitlin Rowe will be called for the uh, foul as she was holding on to, I think it was Davis who was going past to going for the rebound. And we've got another timeout, is it? It is. As um, Yeah, I don't think the AIS would be very happy with the last couple of minutes, a couple of the things that just uh, either look like tired or just a little bit sloppy. Yeah, no... Um, four times in a row down the court there, they just allowed that easy pass into Davis and that was really hurting them. She would, she either make her move to the basket or kick it out for that three-point shot. And If the RAS want to get in front for this half, they, they can't allow that pass inside. Um, in saying that, the guards are doing a really good job on the outside, putting pressure on the ball. Um, Karen Harrington, you can see with um, Gazy and Steph coming, are working really hard down there and... You know, Kez has been working really hard at training, trying to improve her game. And, um, like, at training, her and Kelsey just go at each other and you can really tell the improvement from the improvement. How, comp how competitive is it between the girls? Just, you're also competing for positions on other teams, on national teams as well, besides uh, playing as teammates here. Yeah, definitely. It's not just about getting better, you know. It's about a spot in the team and everyone wants one. So, just... you. I guess you just got to give it everything you've got. You've got to throw everything on the court and hopefully come away with a position. Indeed. Well, Thunder have the ball on the left wing as Bealey inbounded the ball to Graham. 
Looking to dribble around to the right side. Very slow and deliberate in their, in their front court. Barely gets back on the left wing. Back to, Dave, to Graham. Not to Wiley. Pass down inside and a defensive foul is called on Katie Gaze. As, uh, there was a bit of bumping down in the low post position so Thunder will still have the ball. Down low. 29-27 the Thunder lose as Davis gets the bound all off the inbound pass. Michael back into Davis. Long ball out to Veely at the top of the key to set up the play. Calls Graham around her. Gives it to her. Left side is Michael. Into Davis in the high post. Turn around hook shot. It's not totally conventional but it works and Brittany Davis has got now got 11 points. Yeah, it's working well for her and you know why not go to the well if it's working so... Indeed, Gaze driving in the lane at the other end. A little hook shot of her own won't go. Didn't hit any uh, iron. Just came straight off the glass. Back to Davis. And Veal back in the front court. Forced the pass to Wiley. She still hangs on, hangs on to it. Gives it back to Veely. Looking to set up the play. Uh, Veely's played, last week played 40 minutes. And tonight she's played the whole game so far. So, mm. 11 minutes. So, you know, hopefully... AIS can tire her uh, this week, worked on not giving her as much space so that she's a little bit more uncomfortable with her role, bringing the ball up the court. Well, the Thunder have turned the ball over in the front court, so the AIS have it back at the other end. Harrington gives it off to Gaze, and she scored for a travel. There's travel at one end, travel at the other. Referee's uh, picking them up at both ends. And uh, another substitution, it's uh, Ireland coming back in. And Harrington sitting down for the AIS. Veal goes straight down court to Wiley in the front court. She'll wait for Veal to get across centre court before she passes it back to her. Veely on the left to Wiley. Wiley looking for Veal down underneath the basket. Nice little look at no look pass that Davis couldn't get to. Graham couldn't get to it as well. And Veely, uh, whose favourite player was Magic Johnson, she likes some of those passes, but it means her teammates have got to be ready for him as well. Turnover against the Thunderers. The Institute have it back in the front court. Ireland on the right. Dribbles around a screen. Goes back to the left to Gaze. Gaze looking for Madgen and that's just forcing a pass to Madgen in the low post that she couldn't handle. Lost out of bounds. Graham with the ball will bring it down into the front court for the Thunder. 2.29 to go to half time. Billy gets it on the right wing. Set up the play, looking for Davis. No, Graham, left side. They go to uh, Smith and to Davis. And a defensive foul. They're calling a defensive foul on the Institute. Again, on the, Madgen. Again, the ball going into the post there. Logan are creating a lot of open shots because the ball's going into the post and therefore their percentage is now going up. And while the AIS are... You know, while Logan is scoring, AIS are coming down the offensive end and their percentage of shot has gone from 73% to 37%. So they're struggling a bit at the offensive end. So they really need to work hard and get some stops here. Shot wouldn't go for the Thunder, but they managed to get the offensive board and they can set up another play. Leading by 4, 31-27. Veal left side to Graham. Veal cuts through the paint into the left corner, puts up a three from the corner and Veely extends the lead out. She's got just two three-pointers, but it's a 34-27 lead just before half-time. AIS now needs some good plays. 
is coming. They look to force it inside to Jerry. And Brittany Davis will be called for the foul here. And that will be her second. So it'll be um, shooting foul as well. Oh, they're probably in the, uh, the penalty at this stage. There's Rosie Malt has come back in for the Institute. And it is Jerry at the line then for a couple of free throws. The AIS for the minute 43 to uh, to turn things around and close that gap before uh, half time. Yeah, at the moment you can see Dean up and down the bench. Um, quick subs are happening at the moment. and He's trying to get people on the court so that they can run and... It's a hard job defending some of Logan, especially Veal. She's um, on fire again tonight, so they've got to close out hard and decrease the space between her and and yourself. So, you know, it's a pretty tough job doing that for 40 minutes. So Dean's putting in the subs and making sure the girls know what to do. Well, we've got a timeout call with a minute 25 to go here till half-time. Uh, Karen Harrington just getting some uh, work done uh, down here in front of the bench. Um, what do you think it is, a back problem? or? Yeah, I think it's just a little bit of a lower back problem, maybe just a strain. Um, I'm sure she'll be all right. She's tough. Didn't come into the game with anything or probably just something she's copped a knock out there? Yeah, I'd say so, probably off the screen or... Um, mm. It's pretty. It's a pretty physical game out there. So it has been physical in the last couple of minutes, especially as a few people starting to fly around, a few bodies flying. What, what do you think uh, Dean will be saying right now? Was uh, this is really the last chance before half time? Yeah, look, down by seven, they they need to get some momentum taken into half time, so that when they come back out, they don't have such a big job in the third quarter. Um, with a minute 25 to play, you'd be looking to push the ball and just creating good scores. Pushing the ball in the full court, but then slowing in the quarter court to create some good shots. Um, you know, the five-out spread's been working really well for them, and maybe that's the way to go. Well, defensively, they've got to start as Davis gets the ball off the inbound pass. Off to Graham, three-pointer from the right. Well, it's a ten-point lead now. Sarah Graham with seven points and the AS will bring it down. It'll be Ireland down the right wing. See how they handle this. Joy hands it back off to Ireland at the top. Malt comes out on the right wing. Back to Ireland, off to Joy. Coming around the screen was Gaze. Finds Joy open for a shot and puts it down. And delay of game warning against uh, the Thunder or the AS. AIS, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, just got caught up in a couple of hands there, but I don't think that's anything to worry about. So Joy with the basket. Now some more defensive pressure needed at the other end is the Thunder habit. And Cassie Smith, who's out there, gives it to Graham in the left corner. Back to Wiley. Now down for Davis. Too high, too far. Out of bounds. Turnover. Good defensive pressure. Got a turnover. Chance to get this gap back. It's uh, 37-29 right now in favour of the Thunder. As Ireland has it in the front court. To Gay's right wing. Back to Joy. Off the Malt. Tries to force it inside. Gay, uh, Beale got a handle on it. And as they force it into Jerry, there is a defensive foul called on the Thunder, which... Hey, 
Well, there's a bit of confusion actually. Uh, no, they've called three seconds for three seconds. I thought it was a foul being called. Three seconds on the AIS, so the Thunder will bring it down. I don't think anyone knew out there what it was. So Veal, 12 seconds to go before we'll look to set up just one last play for the Thunder. Pass down to Davis. Turn around in the paint. Off to Wiley. Shot won't go. That was a shocker. Not enough time for the Institute to do anything. But uh, 37-29, the Logan Thunder lead the AAS at half time. And, well, Dean and the uh, girls wouldn't be happy with the way the uh, second quarter ended. No, I don't think so. Um, it's not a good start for the Institute. I mean, they came out with a few goals to run and to get good points, to, to take control of the game and use what they have against the Logan outfit. But at the moment, Logan are playing really well and dictating what the RAS can do. They're slowing down their offence and making um, the RAS play good lockdown D and in the half court. It's, it's actually been since Holly Smith and Bianca Abbott, the two, two of their bigs that got into uh, foul trouble and sat down, that uh, the Thunder have controlled it. Yeah, definitely. They've taken control of the game. Now they're playing their fast-paced game in the full court and the slower in the half court. Indeed. Well, it's half time here at the AIS training hall and the Logan Thunder at half time lead 37 to 29 against the AIS. Yes, and welcome back here to the AIS training hall for the uh, second half. An eight point lead for the Logan Thunder at uh, half time over the AIS. And uh, Jill, what, what do you make of the stats so far? Well, so far in the game, we've only got one player from both teams on uh, in double figures, uh, Britt Davis with 11 points. That's, that's pretty good, but as we were saying before, we need to keep the ball out of her hands if we were the Institute, try and keep the ball outside. Um, the field, field goal percentage is, is pretty good from Logan Thunder point of view with 53%. Mm. AIS has have dropped a bit since quarter time, um, now at 39%. Free throws from both teams aren't very good. Um, AIS haven't haven't really been that hasn't really been their strong point this year, and hopefully the second half that they can get that done a bit better and get to the line and convert. Uh, we have four rebounds, nothing really outstanding. The AIS are missing Liz Cambridge, who who grabs a lot of rebounds for them and is a real real asset to their rebounding count, but. Um, Tess Magden has really worked hard in there and got four defensive rebounds for them, so she's stepped up and taken that role over. Of course, last week the AIS had, uh, I think, four players made it into double figures, so uh, hopefully the second half we can uh, see a repeat of that. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we can get some entertainment going and get the game a little bit closer. Well, that'll be the first goal, I guess, for the AIS as they come back out. It's going to be Cummings, Jerry... Madgen Island and Harrington will be starting for the AIS and it will be however the Thunder who will have first possession of the ball it will be Bealey, Davis, Graham, Abbott and Purcell as the Thunder inbound the ball is Graham with it in the backcourt who will bring it into the front court down the left side finds Bealey, Bealey turns and faces the defence Abbott, Abbott at the top of the key, goes to Purcell on the low post shot won't go for and Harrington uh, Island with a defensive rebound will dribble back into the front court, gives it to Harrington on the right Jerry's down in the corner but comes cross court, Purcell steps in and steals it dribbles away down the court, lays it off of Ely and her lap won't go but Abbott was there for the third and the uh, third player down there and the backup, she puts it in and Abbott has um, 
six points for the game. AIS have it back at the other end. Ireland cross to Cummings down in the corner as Harrington back to Cummings. Back cross court to Jerry into Ireland. Spins away from Graham. Along the baseline. Harrington with a shot. Won't go. Great offensive board inside. It was Madgen who got a hold of that one. And the AIS can set it up again. She gets it back in the left corner. That was a little bit flat on the three-point shot. Fighting for the rebound inside. But it's Abbott who comes up with the ball. And the Thunder will bring it back down. 39-29 they lead as Purcell gets it on the right wing. Abbott inside to Davis for an easy basket. Not a good start from the AIS. No, Logan have really stepped up the pressure on defence. Um, the last turnover, Natalie Purcell intercepted the ball from a, uh, from a pass from the AIS. And they've really knuckled down, down there and stopped the shot from happening. And they're converting down the offensive end. Timeout called already here at the uh, start, just a minute and a half gone here in the uh, third quarter. And um, Harrington, we said she was getting some treatment over here. Just after that play where the ball was knocked away from her, she, when she was walking back over, didn't look like she's very well. So that may be causing her a few problems. Yeah, she might be feeling a bit stiff. It, it's very physical out there. Just that one minute and a half, you can see the, the battles going on in the post and... Everyone, everyone's trying to battle for a spot, so hopefully she's all right and she can finish out the game. A lot of defensive pressure, as you said. Uh, right now, um, yeah, I just need to start turning some defensive pressure themselves. Yeah, they do. They they need to follow what Logan's come out to do. Um, at the moment, Logan are playing, trying to make the AS play a fast-paced game, so... The AIS need to slow down and make the most of opportunities. Skipping the ball in the first half was really good for them. They were making Logan close out. So they can do a bit more of that this quarter. Hopefully they'll be looking a bit better. Well, in fact, Harrington has sat down. Gazer's back out there for the Institute of Sports. So, uh, yeah, I don't think we'll see much more of Harrington right now as Ireland gets to bring the ball from the backcourt, brings it down, finds Madgen, gets it out on the left wing for... Cummings dribbles around, off to Ireland, three-pointer from the right, won't go for an long rebound, is pulled down by Purcell, and Bealey will bring it into the front court. Back to Purcell, off to Abbott. Abbott puts it on the floor, driving down, hand in there from Ireland, might have knocked it loose, ball on the ground, and... Uh, the uh, jump ball, so uh, the Institute will get the ball as they had the arrow. And it'll be Madgen to inbound it in the backcourt. Off to Ireland. Ireland will bring it down the right side. Cummings comes out on the right. Back across to Jerry. Look to go inside. Back off to Gaze. Gaze comes around the screen. And then drives through the middle. Great little pass to Madgen. Fall away jumper from Madgen. And the basket there. Now maybe the Irish can get on a roll. They'll have a bit more confidence having got the basket. Hopefully they can gain some momentum here and get a stop and convert again so that we're looking at an eight point game Beal on the left wing for the Thunder into Abbott, cross court finds Purcell, Purcell backs off, puts up the outside shot, but uh, Davis almost came out of the rebound, Madgen fighting for it keeps it alive for the AAS and Cummings picks it up and away she goes down centre of the court Ireland down into the corner for Gaze, back across to Madgen, left alone on the left, nice little basket for a run here for the Institute as Madgen has six point has her sixth point for the game and it's 41-33. Field bring it into the front court. The AIS defence working a lot better right now. 
Purcell down to Veerley who cut to the basket, got the pass for the open little jumper. And Veerley has eight as she extends the lead back out to ten. Ireland brings it down. Uh, let's go inside and score another basket. So uh, the AI offence is starting to work. Yeah, really converting now. I just need to get some stops, a couple of stops in a row because obviously running the court and getting some momentum will, will put Thunder in, a, in two minds. So if they, can, if they can make that happen, then they'll be looking pretty good. Madgen is really, really contesting on uh, Davis now, forcing uh, the pass. He's, looks like she's playing in front of Davis, so they can't get that easy pass into her like they were in the uh, first half. Yeah, that's what they really need to do. That's how they're going to get their stops because that's how Thunder are really looking to, to get the ball in. So if they can keep that going, they'll be able to get the stops and they, at the moment they're converting down the offensive end. Ireland brings it down. Gaze on the left wing inside to Joy. Back outside they go. Cummings from the right for three. Won't go for it. Madgen chasing for a rebound. And if that's... That's on Abbott. That'll be her fourth foul. So I think she'll be sitting down pretty shortly. In fact, uh, she's wandering off there right now. And Wiley comes back in for the Thunder. And uh, Karen Harrington is uh, getting some more treatment on that back problem. Yeah, I think I think she's struggling a little bit down here. But, you know, she works really hard. And she, this will be a bit disappointing for her. But I'm sure she'll, she'll fight through this because that's her personality. Michelle Joy got the ball off the inbound pass, fought hard for it, went inside at the basket and was fouled in the act of shooting. Foul called on Purcell for the Thunder and that will put Joy to the line as Madgen sits down and I think it's probably uh, Cummings, Caitlin Rowe who's come back in for the uh, Institute. First free throw is unsuccessful, 43-36 Thunder leading. She makes the second. So Michelle Joy with five points in the game as the Thunder have it in the backcourt. They're going to bring it down the left side. It looks like it's uh, Graham. Gives it to uh, Purcell. Back to the top is Wiley. Off to Graham. Good defensive pressure. The is working hard. Davis gets it at the top. Now looking to go to work. Has to pass off the veal. Veely throws a pass down looking for Purcell I think down underneath and throws it out of bound turnover the defence has really stepped up yeah great great persistent defence um, RAS had to play that full 24 seconds there and did a really good job of sticking with it not letting up in the last couple of seconds Caitlin Rowe got the ball at the top of the key and just shuffled her little pivot foot and gets scored for a travel and the uh, well I think Richard Orlick wants to talk it over as the AIS have made a bit of a run, it's back to six points, the lead, 43-37, to 37, in the favour of the Thunder still, but uh, the AIS in the last couple of minutes have really started to take it back, and they've got the momentum, I think. Yeah, you know, they started off the quarter knocking down a few shots, which was really good, and then came down the other end and were getting stops on D. Um, at the moment, we really need to look for, for some more open shots, perhaps maybe making the extra pass again, which they've really been working hard at at training. Indeed, they have. Um, 
Kelsey Island with the three points was the three I was missing out there. So, yeah, top score right now for the Institutes, Rachel Jarry with seven. There's uh, quite a few with about six points. So there's, there's some evenness as the scoring, but you need a few of them to suddenly step up and get into double figures. Yeah, it's, it's good that the scoring's spread out. Um, it gives Logan a few more people to look at and concentrate on, which is good for the Institute that they're sharing that around. Um, an interesting statistic I've got here is, is some fouls. Um, the, at the moment, Logan have got 12,000. Um, the AS have only committed eight. And that, like, we need we need to get more to the line to win this game, and not just get to the line but knock them down. So if they can keep that going, taking the basket and converting on O. So the Thunder have the ball after the timeout. It is Graham who brings it into the front court. Dribbles off to the left side for Wiley. Davis fighting for the uh, low post position and as kickballing is coming out of bounds on the left side it will be the uh, Thunder. In fact they'll have it underneath the offensive basket. It'll be Purcell to inbound the ball for the Thunder as Davis fights through some screens to try and get a position underneath the basket. Couldn't get the ball but Bealy has it at the top. Back for Graham on the left wing. She's been watched by Ireland. Beal cuts away to the basket. Gaze trolloping her. Great defence as Ireland steals it away. And she's quickly into the front court. Off to Joy. She'll drive to the baseline and come back out of there. And throws a bad pass to Purcell. Easily intercepts and she's away on her own. And just goes down, lays it in. And him even Purcell with six points for the uh, Logan Thunder. Ireland bring it back for the Institute. Eight points to lead again for the Thunder. Ireland on the right, Joy at the top. Gaze coming around the screen, gets it in low to Caitlin Rowe. Fighting in there. Hook shot, why go for her? Did all the hard work and just couldn't get it to drop. And Beal will bring it back down for the Thunder. 4.20 to go to three-quarter time. Purcell on the right wing. Back to Davis at the top, left side of Beal. Beal looking for somebody to pass it to. Comes back to Graham at the top of the key. Comes around the screen. Puts up the shot. Won't go. And in there was coming to knock it loose, but only finds a player from the Thunder. And Graham will have it again, and they will set up another play. Graham going around the screen. Davis breaks off, but they keep a close watch on her. Wiley looking to pass it inside. Rowe knocks it away out of bounds. And, uh, well, Karen Harrington just about uh, caught that one on the sideline. The, the physio was uh, just while she's awake. So it'll be a thunder with the ball from the sideline. And it'll be Purcell with the inbound pass. Goes to Davis. Davis taking it to the basket. Row good defence. And Magden with the ball will dribble straight down court. On the left wing was Malt. Back to Row. Right side is um, Ireland. She gets it back. Three-pointer from the right wing. Won't go for her. Malt runs down another rebound. She's pretty good at getting those uh, long rebounds. She's had a few tonight. Yeah, chasing the boards is something also that we've worked on um, during the week. We know that we knew that we were going to be smaller and that we were going to have to rebound from the perimeter. So chasing the boards is something we worked on as well as boxing out those kind of plays. Another foul called against the Thunder as the Arrows still have it in the front court. Ireland gets the ball off the inbound pass on the left wing. Dribbles down the centre of the court. Nice little pass. The ball did all the hard work. Wouldn't get it to drop but comes off the Thunder out of bound. AIS still with the ball in the uh, front court. 45 to 37 right now. The Thunder are leading. 
as the uh, referee just umpires this wandering over to have a chat to the bench, sort something out there. Caitlin Rowe and Brittany Davis uh, going at it down there. It's nice and physical, good tough yes, battle going on. Definitely, and I think it's drawing a lot of attention for the rest of the teammate to, you know, they're helping in and things like that down both ends. So perimeters opening up a bit for both teams, which which should allow the um, open shots for a better field goal percentage for both teams. Logan is shooting really well at 50%, but Institute are only at 37, so hopefully they can get that up. Rowe gets the ball inbound uh, inside, has to pass it out of there. Cross court goes Malt to find Magden. Three-pointer won't go, but offensive board down under, underneath from Ireland. She tried to force it back up. And got the last touch on it as it goes out of bound. So the Thunder will have it under their defensive basket. Sometimes when they get the uh, offensive board, they're forcing the shot straight back up, perhaps a little bit too quick. Yeah, and, and like in, you, instead of doing that, get it back out and make Logan play another 24 seconds of D and really make him work hard. Purcell has it on the right wing. Davis steps out at the top, off to Veely. Veal looking to dribble around Davis. Davis cuts away. The pass to Wiley. Loses the ball. Gets a shot up. Comes off the, bas- off the basket. Jerry picks up the defensive rebound. No basket. So he made them use the whole 24 seconds as well. It was good defence. Veely coming across has knocked the ball out of bounds. But the AIS will have it in the front court. 2.27 till three-quarter time. Zylan gets the ball off the inbound. Gives it to Farley. Farley bumps away from Veely and puts up a shot and basket for Bree Farley. Her first points for the night for the Institute. 45 to 39. So, Veely uh, having a word with the referee, trying to sort out what was going on. We've got a substitution going on. I think Veely wants to get rid of the ball. It's just... uh, not happy with the way it was bouncing, I think. Yeah, it may have been flat or slippery from um, sweaty. They've been doing a lot of hard work out there, so could have been a problem with the with it being slippery. Well, Thunder still had it in the back court. As Holly Smith has come in, she is uh, the first one to get into foul trouble for them. As Graham has it on the right wing then. Two minutes to go till three-quarter time. Veerly, three-pointer from the left. Won't quite drop for a Davis inside. Madkin with a great block from behind and the ball comes out of bounds off gaze. But uh, that was a lovely block from behind. Yeah, the AS is starting to create a bit of a run here. You know, they've caught up a little bit and get, just getting another stop now. Rosie Malt pushing the ball up the floor. If they can keep this run going, it'll change the momentum of the game and Logan Thunder mm. will be in two minds. Turn it over, unfortunately, as Madgin had trouble dragging in the pass cross court. So uh, the Thunder will have it to bring down. Still leading by six, 45 to 39. Minute and a half to go as Veal gets it to Purcell. Malt watching her. Comes back to Davis at the free throw line, who just banked that one in as she got away from Farley. And Brittany Davis with 15 points is the leading scorer in the game. Farley with it on the right wing. Back to Malt. Off to Gaze. Looking for low post for Jerry. Goes inside. Gets caught for the walk as she got tangled up with Davis. And uh, Well, actually, 
We've got one referee calling a walk in the travel, and the other referee has called a foul on uh, Brittany Davis. They're having a chat about about it. It's gone up on the board already as a foul. Yeah, the foul always overrides the travel, and just a little bit of a disagreement between the refs, but everything's gone right, and Jerry's at the line. Well, I guess the referee was saying that the uh, foul was the cause of the travel, so... There we go, so Rachel Jerry. Um, she only took one free throw. Did she put up a shot as well? She must have, must have been a three-point play. Or I'm confused. Anyway, it's 42-7-42. As the uh, Thunder have it in the front court. Graham out on the left wing in the corner. Puts it on the floor, drives inside. Shot won't drop for her, but I think Rachel Jerry, who was... No, it's uh, Rosie Malt, who was... Uh, Defending her gets called for the foul. And that's, I think, just the first team foul for the Institute for the quarter. So it'll be, it is a shooting foul, though, which will put Sarah Graham at the line for a couple of free throws. The Institute have had a really good quarter so far here with 56 seconds to go. They've created a bit of a run, which is good, and uh, really got really got it going. But Kristen Beale's doing a really good job of keeping, keeping it at, Logan's tempo and like the ball change, I think that might have been to slow the game down a bit and yeah, get them back on track. Oh. Rachel Jerry, nice little reverse lap underneath, gets her for nine points for the game and a lovely sweet little basket. So 36 seconds till three quarter time, 48 44, just a four point lead for the Thunderers. They have in the front court, Purcell gets it on the right wing to Davis, inside to Smith. Smith moves away from, gets away from Jerry and puts in the basket. And uh, her sixth point for the game as the AIS get called for another travel as they get into the front court. 21 seconds, so the AIS, as Bealey says, one shot. Let's use up this clock as much as we can and try and. Uh, the AAS are getting called for a lot of travels here. I think, I think it's because of the fast-paced game they're trying to play. And if they slow down a bit and, you know, make the most of the possession that they've got, I think they they can come away with a lot more scores. Yeah, another foul called on Gaze there. So, as um, well, you've got plenty of fouls to give. You can't uh, fault that. But uh, it is Graham dribbling with the ball at the top of the key, looking to set up one last play. It's only three seconds to go. So you better hurry. Does get it up eventually. Won't get a basket uh, in time. And a few players go tumbling. It's been a physical quarter, but the AIS have got back into this game. Um, although they still trail by six at uh, three-quarter time by 50 to 44, um, the AIS would be a lot happier with that quarter because actually last week it was the third quarter where I think the Thunder really blew the game out yeah, and uh, got control of it. It was, and... The AIS have done a really good job of keeping the game close and hopefully getting back into back into it. So, you know, they're evening out the scores for that quarter and and winning winning it in fact. So that's that's a bit of momentum going into this fourth quarter and hopefully coming out firing and getting the game back to two or two or four point games. They look like they've got a plan um, now, which the first minute and a half there of the quarter. It, the AIS just didn't look like they were in it. They had that quick timeout, and bang, from there on, they looked like they had a real good plan on what they were going to do with Davis to stop get her getting the ball inside, and the team really did a good job. Yeah, I think they realised that getting the ball into Davis wasn't just creating for her inside, but it was creating for the rest of the team. So 
if they kept the ball out of her hands, well, any big in fact's hands inside for Logan, that not as many opportunities were being created for them to score. So keeping the ball out of her hands and getting the stops got them down the other end for some good scores themselves. Indeed. Davis still leading with 15 points, the leading scorer for the... Uh for the uh, for Logan, um, while Rachel Jerry has got 12 points, Com- so uh, leading scorer for the AIS. Yeah, coming into the fourth quarter now, uh, the AIS should be confident because they've just come away from a really good run, and the Logan Logan will be a little bit doubtful because that that wasn't such a good quarter for them. So hopefully the AIS can use the confidence that they've just gained. Well, they've just got to keep doing what they did in that quarter. As we're about to start the fourth quarter here at the AIS Training Hall, the Institute trailing by six to the Logan Thunder. It was a three-point game last week. And it uh, looks like definitely this one's going to go down to the wire again tonight. There's Malt coming, Madgen, uh, Ireland and Jerry will be starting for the AIS. And Veely will be inbounding the ball as Thunder will have first use of it as Holly Smith is in there, Purcell, Davis and I think would say it's Graham who gets the ball off the inbound pass and dribbles down the left wing for the Thunder. Davis looks to get into a low post fighting against coming for position. Good defence as coming stays in front of her and three seconds called against Davis and a turnover against the Thunder starts off this quarter as the AIS will bring the ball down. It'll be Ireland with the ball as she brings it down the right side. Gets it off to coming. Back to the Ireland. Jerry on the left to Malt. Malt dribbles down to the low post. And Purcell stepping in. There's a couple of players got knocked down. And it is Purcell who gets called for the foul. That's her second. And... Um, at this stage, not a real problem, but Rosie Malt will be going to the line for a couple of free throws. So the intensity is certainly there at the start of this quarter from the AAS. Like, uh, they look like they're going to continue on from where they uh, finished the third quarter. Yeah, intensity and physicality just down here getting that stop. You know, that was a lot of hard work. Two of the girls switched to take over on Britt Davis, which was really good. So Malt makes one of two and Beal will bring it back. It's a five-point game as the Thunder still lead. As uh, Purcell being pursued by Ireland goes back to Smith and, well, another three-second violation. Two turnovers, both on three-second violations at the start of the fourth quarter for the Thunder. Yeah, that's been a major factor in this game. I think both teams have had a few three-second three second calls, so... Obviously, they're trying to get inside, but especially with Logan. I uh, mean, they are doing a great job of keeping yeah. it out of there. Rachel Jerry got the ball on the left wing and just had her foot out of bounds. So, uh, I guess they've turned it over in the front court, and the Logan Thunder will get to bring it out of there. Still a five-point game here. One minute gone here in the final quarter as Graham brings it down into the front court. Gets to the free throw line and then backs out. Now puts it on the floor, drives in, little floating layup. Sarah Graham with nine points as uh, she did all the work there herself. Ireland will bring it back to the AIS. Comes away to the right, back to Jerry at the top. Malt on left wing, gets it. Gives it off. Madigan goes back to coming at the top. Malt on the left wing. 
Fake to coming on the right, drives in the lane, picks it up. Can't get the shot to drop, but Jerry with the offensive rebound and it goes back straight, straight at the basket. Goes strong, gets it. Great Port- move there. Just need to keep attacking the basket and drawing fouls. Um, when it comes to the when the game comes to the wire, the free throws are probably the most important, along with defense. Veal dribbling it down, pass round the corner to Davis, off to Purcell on the left wing, back out to Graham. Veely on the right wing, left all alone. The three won't go this time. The ball tipped loose and Ireland ends up with it. And as she's... Veely almost tries to wrap her up. She manages to get off the coming. Back to Ireland. Gets it into the front court just in time. Ireland pull-up jumper. Won't go for it. Ball loose. Back to Ireland. She'll put up another one. Again won't go. Jerry with the third opportunity for the RAS. And they'll move it around and set up a play as they take it into the right corner. Back to coming at the top. She'll put up a shot from outside. The three-pointer won't go. And Veal, well with the defensive rebound they had the opportunities yeah they did um, the RS have gone a little bit taller especially on the perimeter with Rose Moulton and Steph Cumming both out there uh, Karen Harrington taking a rest on the sideline here getting the back straps up so hopefully we'll see her back on the court which will make a bit of an impact on the game another turnover against the uh, Thunder we'll give the RS the ball in the backcourt and Megan's coming over to get some treatment probably on that knee the, game's, the game is getting pretty physical, so there's a few bumps getting uh, getting thrown around here. I, I thought the rugby was at Canberra Stadium tonight. It's just over the road. We're just getting in the spirit of it all. It's uh, early season, of course. Pre-season uh, Super 14 stuff. Gaze has it in the front court for the AIS and then gets called for a travel before she can put the ball on the floor and get away with it. 52-47, the Thunder leading. Abbott's back in with uh, four fouls for the Thunder so uh, she's got to stay out of trouble as the Thunder look to uh, set up a play and Purcell and coming fighting for position it is getting pretty physical of course uh, Purcell's a Kiwi so she knows about that sort of stuff yeah well I'm not surprised that it's getting a little bit more physical out there the game's coming to an end and they're both fighting Logan are fighting to stay in front now after trying to, trying to get the lead. So you see a lot more of that to come yet. Joy almost came up with a steal there on Abbott's pass, but Graham picks up the ball for the Thunder. Only three seconds on the shot clock. Graham forces up a shot from outside. Waco lost out of bounds. Uh, Smith couldn't drag that one in, and the AIS get it off another turnover in the backcourt as Gaze gets the ball from coming to bring down the right wing. Maltz in front of her. She comes back to coming, gives it to Malt to Gaze on the right wing and we've got an offensive foul called on I think it must have been uh, Joy inside so the uh, Thunder will have it in the back court. It uh, is physical, there's turnovers and uh, it's still a close game, a five points game with 6.20 to go. Yeah, even though it's physical both teams need to slow it down, um, especially the RAS with, with having a turnover with the travel just down the other end before. So slowing down will really, will really keep the game going but have them in control. Holly Smith just broke away to the basket and got a nice little pass for an easy layup as the RAS now look to reply. Driving down and the key was coming and nothing called as she was perhaps given a bit of a bump as she went at the basket. 54-47, the Thunder lead as they get back in the front court. Veely at the top. 
with the ball. Smith in front of her with Abbott on the left side in the high post. Gives it off to Graham. Graham puts it on the floor. Drives at the basket. Shot won't go. Holly Smith inside comes up with it and she's got she's in the double figure. She's got 10 points in the lead. Is suddenly in the last minute blown back out a bit. Here do we 56-47 in favour of the Thunder. The lead back out to nine. So uh, a couple of good plays there from the Thunder but uh, yeah, not the what the AOS needed. Yeah, at the moment Holly Smith's really using her body well in the in the key way and creating a lot of room for herself, which is making it hard for the AIS to defend. But in saying that, you know, we, we could get in front and maybe cause cause a lob pass or something like that. Uh, Kristen Beal's playing playing big minutes again this week. so No, no surprise there. Uh, it'd be pretty hard to drag her off. I guess she'd have to be injured to, uh, to get her off. So... Uh but she, she's such a a vital part of the way they play, though, isn't she? she? Yeah, she's controlling the tempo really well, and you can see she really takes lead and in, in throughout her team. So if they need her on the court and she's good enough to be there, I think it's really good that she can that she can play a whole 40 minutes. Well, they're uh, about to come back out. It'll still be Abbott and Smith, who are both the first two to get into foul trouble. They've got. Uh, uh, Abbott, of course, has got four. They've got three other players who have three fouls. Yeah, Abbott has four fouls, but she's leading the rebounds for Logan, so that that could be a reason why um, Richard Orlick's keeping her out there. And <coughs> Tess Madgen's leading the rebounds for the AES, but she's just come off injured, so we'll keep you updated with that. Yeah, a bit of work on her ankle by the look of it. As the AIS have the ball after the timeout, as, come, as Gaze has it on the left wing, goes cross court. With the ball inside from coming to Rowe. Rowe goes to the basket, shot won't go for her. And Beal with a defensive rebound will give it to Michael to bring Dak down into the front court. Comes down the left side, off to Graham. Graham with the ball, looking to work something for Holly Smith. She drives in at the basket, fouled neck to shooting. She'll go to the line for a three-point play. And, well, we've seen this in the last couple of minutes. Holly Smith getting inside, and it's causing big problems. Yeah, really using her body well again, creating space. And, you know, like, the AES are quicker and much, much more agile than the Logan outfit, so they really need to contain that kind of thing. And the uh, Smith will go to the line then for the three-point play. And it makes it so uh, Holly Smith then with 13 points catching up on Davis, who's not actually out there right now for the uh, for the Logan Thunder as the leading scorer. The gap at 12, Institute need to do something quick here. 4.51 to go as Caitlin Rose looked to go to work inside. Basket wouldn't go, drop for a veal with the defensive rebound or bring it back into the front court. And it'll be Michael who sets up the play. Veal on the right wing. Michael trying to fight through some screens. It's uh, very bullying inside there. It's hard to get through. Veal now puts it on the floor. And will drag a defensive foul out of um, Farley, I think. Yeah, Logan have really got the run here in this quarter. They, the AIS need it. Um, they were already behind and now it's a... 3-9 this quarter to Logan. So the AS uh, want to get back in the game. They need to play some more pressure defence and keep the ball out of Logan's big hands. Well, they went straight into Smith again and she's been fouled in the act of shooting. Rachel Jerry that time was called for it. 
her third. And, uh, well, the foul count has certainly turned around here in the final quarter as uh, the Thunder are getting big points inside and 16 for Holly Smith right now makes her the leading scorer for the game. As Gaze brings it back down court. Off to Malt on the left wing. Gaze a pass inside for Jerry who goes and lays it in. Nice reply from the Institute. Great pass there. It's a bit of an overload on uh, the RAS overloaded the left hand side of the court which allowed the lob pass able for Rachel Jerry. Bealey comes back and hits a three so she's into double figures. She's got 11 for the game. Also on 16 in fact uh, I've got um, Smith down with 16, but maybe she hasn't, according to the scoreboard. She's only got 15. Malt with a three from the left for the uh, Institute. Won't get it to drop, and Graham with a defensive rebound will just dribble into the front court and waste a bit more time off the clock. Back to Michael. Michael, back to Graham on the left wing. As Michael's trying to cut through a screen, another foul called against the Institute of Sport. They're in the bonus now as well. As, uh, that's about the sixth team foul for the quarter against the AIS and that's probably what they had for the first three quarters. Yeah, the fouls are going against AIS now just and, and they're not converting as well on offence. Um, but the main problem is defending the bigs inside down here. Holly Smith has done a really good job at creating room for herself and scoring options. So it's really hard to stop that kind of thing, but if the peri- perimeter can put a bit more pressure on the outside players to feed the ball in, then they uh, should be able to get a few stops and run out of that. Well, hopefully they can, as Ireland brings it back into the front court, as Graham only made one of the two free throws. Caitlin Rose, shot won't just go for her. And the defensive rebound is there for Graham, to end, who ends up with it. And the... Thunder will bring it back down. Three minutes to go. 17-point lead. You'd think right now the Thunder have got the lead they need. Long shot from outside. Wooden drop for them. Michael comes up with an offensive board. Inside to Abbott. Down. Nice little pass for Smith. And Smith with another basket. Great great high-low action there from Logan. AAS playing a bit of a zone there. So creating, creating the closeout from the outside shot and getting the ball inside again. Jerry with a three from the right, won't go. Rowe fighting for the rebound, knocks it out of bounds and Thunder will have it in the backcourt. We've got a couple of substitutions. Joy and uh, Farley coming back in for the Institute. And Well, the game is just blown out. 19-point lead all of a sudden for, uh, for Logan as the RS offensive juggernaut has come to a dried up. Graham gets it back to Michael, fighting for the ball with Ireland. Back to Graham on the right wing. And well, and finally, <laughs> a foul is caught against the Logan Thunder as Holly Smith was setting the uh, the screen for Michael to try and get past, and that is her fourth foul. And Farley will inbound the ball in the back court. Ireland then down the centre of the court. Joy left side to Cumming, hands it off to Ireland. Ireland coming around the screen goes to the right side. Cumming three from out there. Left that one a little bit short. Ball on the ground. Cumming will pick it up down to Joy. Along the baseline, jumper won't go. Jerry with the offensive board. Back to Ireland. Third opportunity here for the Institute. Joy back to Ireland. To uh, coming. She takes it inside and finally a basket comes on the third opportunity. Cummings got six. We've got substitutions coming for the Thunder. 
And is Bealey going to sit down? I think she is. So she's going to end up with 38 minutes in about 10 seconds for the game. So this is a great opportunity for the RAS to, to change the tempo of the game, see if Logan can hold it hold good for themselves without Bealey on the court. And Smith down to Graham who lost the handle on it. Gets it off to Wiley, and Wiley is fouled in the act of shooting, so she'll go to the line. 68-51, the Thunder leading with a minute and a half to go. And, uh, well, I think uh, somebody's got some ice on the knees and on the ankle. So uh, it was uh, her ankle that Tess came off uh, that she'd injured. Yeah, she'll be icing up and, you know, getting ready to get some recovery after the game tonight and um, hopefully be able to hit the court on Sunday. Indeed. Ireland then back into the front court. 70-51 to 51, Logan leading as coming nice little pass inside for Jerry and Rachel Jerry has got about 18 points. Yes she does 18 for the game. Smith, Cassie Smith has it on the left wing now for the Thunder. Back to Michael, puts it on the floor, dribbling down inside. Good defence from Ireland. She comes up with a steal. Tries to force it down the middle and it was a tough pass that was just easily stolen by Cassie Smith. They move it down the other end and Ireland comes in and fouls Holly Smith. That'll put Holly Smith at the line for more. Like we said, we need to get people to the line and Logan have really done that this quarter. So yes, they're paying for it. So we're inside the final minute. Holly Smith will go to the line. Um, according to my score, she had about 19. But the uh, scoreboard says 17, now 18, as she makes the first free throw. Makes them both. And she's going to go and sit down and coming in for the last uh, minute or so will be uh, Brittany Davis, who sat out practically this whole fourth quarter. As Jerry gets the ball at the top for the AIS, looking to put a play. Puts it on the floor, drives inside, and Brittany Davis has caught her foul as soon as she comes in. It's uh, her fourth for the game, so only 45 seconds left to go here. AIS with the ball from the right wing. Coming, looking to inbound the pass. Goes to Jerry, goes around Davis. And then tries to force a pass. It comes off the referee, so it kept it alive. Would have gone out. They go down to Jerry, back out to Joy. Joy from uh, three-point land has called for another travel, another turnover against the AIS. And, yep, those problems have surfaced here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Logan have really had a good quarter and, and held momentum and stuff like that. But they've won this quarter 22-9 to so far. So AIS aren't in a really good position to fight back at the moment. Well, the girls, uh, another foul called against Ireland, her third, and it'll put uh, Michael to the line for a couple of free throws. The, uh, the physical stuff's still going on. They are fighting for positions out there still, and uh, the foul- certainly keeping the pressure on Davis. Yeah, the foul count's pretty even, but Logan are, are utilising. When they get fouled, they're, they're drawing the foul as they, as they go to the basket, so they're getting to the line, and turning the fouls into points. Three-point shot from Joy won't go, and Davis with a defensive rebound. We've got 13 seconds left to go 
as Graham gets the ball and she'll dribble into the front court and there will be one last play I would say here Graham dribbling inside tries to force a pass to Wiley lost it out of bounds 2.6 seconds for the Institute to see what they can do it uh, would definitely have to be a long fling from somebody as Ireland will get the ball at almost three quarters <laughs> half court and as she flung it across court Rachel Jerry has taken out Brittany Davis and the referee has said that that was before the, uh, the siren so Davis will walk to the line for a couple of free throws to end the game as uh, the clock is saying nothing on it she misses the first and uh, well everyone's just standing around now waiting for the end of the game Davis misses them both. The score doesn't change. It doesn't affect anything on the scoreboard. 72 to 53 is the final score. The Logan Thunder have uh, controlled the fourth, fourth quarter and come out with uh, what looks like a comfortable win in the end, but they were made to work for it before that. Yeah, they were. I think, I think the game was expected to be a little bit closer than it was, and the AS will be disappointed with how the outcome of the game and how it's turned out. Um, they didn't really execute the game plan as well as they as well as they would have liked to, but they stuck with it and didn't give up in the end. So. Indeed, it was nice and physical. There was uh, there was a lot of good effort. That third quarter was really impressive from the AIS. So, uh, but the final score then the Logan Thunder 72 and the AIS 53. Well, Richard, a very solid performance in the end. Yeah, slow start, a bit ugly. A uh, little bit on the back foot to start the game, but uh, good solid second half and played smart basketball and, um, yeah, pretty satisfied with the win, actually. And, uh, yeah, they competed really hard, as they always do, and, uh, yeah, they, they really put up a great fight, but um, we're, we're very satisfied. It was an interesting game throughout. You were able to... Uh control the momentum where AIS really wanted to push you, knowing that you probably didn't want to run that hard yeah. with a Canberra game tomorrow? Yeah, look, it, it's probably not so much a Canberra game. They, they had a smaller group and uh, without their two big girls, so uh, if you look at yeah, you look at our scoring and majority of ours done by our big, so we wanted to play smart percentage basketball and we didn't want to get into a running game with them and they probably wanted a bit more up-tempo than what they got, so yeah, we controlled the tempo pretty well in the second half and got the job done. You were able to rest Veely in the second term, probably a bit earlier than what you thought you might be able to. Yeah, look, Kristen's uh, she's a little warrior. No matter what, I can you know I can run her for 40 minutes and she she will not whinge one bit. But uh, yeah, terrific uh, terrific player and just terrific person to have in the team. And she makes so many of these girls good around her. Um, I give her votes every week just because she's Kristen Veal, just a terrific player. <laughs> Holly Smith, she was in foul trouble early and really played out of it and towards the end of the game, dominating the paint. Yeah, look, Holly's you know, Holly's had a few good games like that. It's just a consistency thing for her, but I thought her and Brittany Davis were very good and uh, you know, our three big girls really stepped up inside you know, in the paint in the second half and that's where we hurt them last week was uh, you know, exactly the same thing inside the key and I uh, thought we did a good job with it again. Well, two good performances in the training hall. You just need to carry it down a few hundred metres to the arena tomorrow night. Yeah, look, the, the beauty for us is, you know, no one expects us to win. I mean, it's, it's nice to go in, not, not relax, but there's no pressure on us. And, uh, 
you know, we, we'll give it a crack. We've won in Adelaide. We've, you know, ne- nearly won in Townsville. We've played some quality teams on the road, and this group do, seem to do well on the road. So, looking forward to it, actually. And, you know, I, I rate Canberra the number one team in the league. I know people can talk up other teams, but Canberra playing like a team right now, um, whereas other teams are falling apart a little bit. And I, I think they're exceptionally good group. But we've had a couple of good encounters with Canberra um, pre-season and up at our joint, so hopefully we'll have another one. All right. Now, here's the scenario for you. Canberra has Townsville as sort of the arch enemy. Adelaide and Sydney have got a great rivalry going. Logan, first year in, is there, you know, is it the veal and uh, the fact that you were here in Canberra for a long time that means you want to have that rivalry? Or is it the, the Townsville, Logan, two Queensland teams? Uh, or what is it? I'd, I'd say just through Karen Dalton and Mark Dalton, it's pretty special to beat Sydney two weeks ago. And uh, there's, there's, a, very, there's a, a lot of respect for each other, but I think we really want to beat Sydney. And, uh, yeah, that, that meant a lot to Kristen. Um, yeah, we're a bit of a licorice all sorts. We're from all over the joints, so you know we've got kids, you know, got girls that played, you know, only played state basketball. We've got a couple from Townsville. You know, we like we liked giving it to Townsville. We've had a couple of good runs with them, but uh, I think right now probably us in Sydney. But uh, that might be a bit of state of origin stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And what about uh, Sarah Graham? Two great games here. Um, certainly last week showed uh, showed everyone that she can really stand up in that one and two position. Yeah, look, Sarah's had a fantastic season for us. She's leading scorer. We're really happy. Um, she's on the verge of committing with our club um, for longer, so you know we're in negotiations with her at the moment, and uh, you know we we consider her a very valuable part of our core group. And you know, she's one of those kids that played just state basketball but never got any other opportunities. And um, so from our point of view, you know, to play at this level. Is really, you know, it's and to play really well at this level. Um, everyone sort of said she's too small, she's too this, too that. Everyone's had a reason why she can't, but at the moment she can, so that's pleasing. And uh, to have a to have a name in the team like Michael coming from Brisbane area and Logan, um, that probably doesn't hurt with advertising and marketing when uh, you've got uh, a player there with other family relations like uh, yeah, your youngster there has. Yeah, Megan, Megan's older brother, you know, played three premierships for Brisbane Lions, and uh, he comes out to a lot of our games and uh, supports us. And even with uh, Natalie Purcell, we've got a, a girl there that her boy, her boyfriend's uh, playing for Queensland Reds. So we have a lot of the Queensland Reds boys watching our games, and they're getting into it and love it. So yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it's got a little bit of history in the, within the team, and uh, you know. The, the one thing with those sorts of people, they, they have the sporting background. They, you know, they think like sports people, and they know what it takes to win. And I guess building relationships with established sporting clubs doesn't hurt because yeah. you can draw on their talents. Yeah, exactly. I'll be hanging out for a few free red tickets. We've we've hooked these boys up a few times. Don't you worry. Well, we'll uh, let you get to the rugby just up uh, at the outdoor stadium tonight. Although I did, uh, I did like the call from uh, Jill Horton, who was working with us, who said she thought the rugby was supposed to be played at the open arena, but a few times tonight we saw it in the training hall. <laughs> okay, terrific. Thank you very much. Really, it was a really tough game tonight. You played really well. What, what are your thoughts on the game? Um, it was a, it was a great game. It always was a really good matchup against uh, the AAS, so it was enjoyable. We played a little bit better than last week. Obviously, you guys were were down a couple which makes it tough um, but once again you know great game and we're happy to walk away with a with a bit of form so 
Yeah, um, look, you're facing the Caps tomorrow night. You've got a pretty big road trip here. You've won the last three games. Are you going into the Caps game with, with a fair bit of confidence? Yeah, last three games, you know, we've got nothing to lose. This is our third last game. Obviously, we're not going to make the finals, but we, we do. We have a bit of a momentum. Looking forward to the matchup against Canberra and, yeah, a bit of confidence. So we've got nothing to lose. You know, they, they need to place it for some form into the finals. So, you know, anything could happen. Thank you very much for, no. for the interview. No worries, mate. Well, it, in the end, the uh, result ended up a 72-53 win for the Logan Thunder over the Institute of Sport. But at three-quarter time, it really could have gone any way. The third quarter was brilliant from the AOS as they closed uh, what was starting to look like a bit of a blowout at half time into a real contest. But unfortunately, they couldn't go on with it in the fourth quarter. The fouls blew out. The uh, six turnovers in the final quarter from uh, from both sides, as it turned out. But um, just sort of ruined it and... Uh, and the uh, Thunder were the ones that managed to take advantage of it. They got uh, Holly Smith back in there, who's um, managed to use her body inside and her height. Uh, that gave her a huge advantage inside, and bang, she was suddenly scoring all sorts of points and ended up with 20 points for the game for the uh, Logan Thunder to be their le- leading scorer. And it allowed Brittany Davis to sit down and pretty much relax in that fourth quarter until she came back in the last minute. Um, she was leading scorer for them up until about that stage. I think she ended up with 16. So overall, um, the Logan Thunder used their bigs, um, whereas the Institute of Sport couldn't use theirs. Uh, the loss of uh, Cambridge, of course, not being able to play tonight was a huge factor, I think, in uh, that inside play where uh, the Logan Thunder used that to a huge advantage and it was the difference in the, uh, the match at the end of the game. So... Shooting percentage, there was nothing much to talk about there. Thunder did certainly shoot better, 51% to 35%. The uh, three points and the free throw shooting was nothing to talk about. Percentages pretty paltry and low. But uh, it, was a, it was a good contest for the first three quarters. Just a pity it didn't go on. A big weekend, of course, here in the national capital as the Logan Thunder will play again tomorrow night at the AIS up against the... Uh, Canberra Capitals, and then the uh, AIS and the Capitals will go at it again on Sunday, and uh, so a huge weekend of basketball here in the Defence Force Women's National Basketball League. But here from the AIS Training Hall, on behalf of Jill Horton, I'm Mark Aston, wishing you a very good night. It's the Logan Thunder, it's their night, as they have won over the AIS.